The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune in to 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. Domino, Jamie, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM on the road all week long through tomorrow anyway down at spring training. Northport, Florida is where we are. We thank you for taking the time to listen no matter where you are. You can listen absolutely free. You've got the fan app, and that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming, and Beaver Direct is the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. You can follow along at 680thefan.com. You've got the podcast park, Buckspeed, I believe. He talks to Jeff Rancourt in his latest episode. So that's all brought to you by Associated Credit Union, the X platform up and running as well. It's all brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort at Chris Domino, at Matt Lear, at Road Dog 680, at DT 680, at Chilini Nick at 680, the fan. Today is the anniversary of the Miracle on Ice back on the 22nd of February in 1980. Team USA knocking off Russia in what was not, I repeat, what was not the gold medal game on a Friday night. I saw it. I'm telling you, it was a gold medal game. I saw it. They beat them to get to the gold medal game. Finland isn't as interesting. That's the story. Well, the story is they fell behind Finland again that Sunday afternoon. That's the story. It was Finland. The Russian game. That was the gold medal game. They no, got their, it wasn't. They got their ass kicked by the by the same team a couple of months before that. It was and the it, Russian team. It was not on live television. No, it was not. Either. I remember that. Me too. I was in seventh grade. I remember that hey, like you, yesterday. You're talking to me like what? What do you <laughs> no, think? I, I, you know. I'm just talking in general. Oh, okay. I, I'm not I'm not trying to school you in any way, shape, and or then form. Didn't I, Heidi interrupt the, the game? No, that was a, yeah, that was a Jet was game. A different oh, time. Never it, yeah, listen, there's a lot of things. I think that was the first time instant replay was used. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. We could play that game of just inserting things into that Russia game because most people do think it's the gold medal. But today is the anniversary of Do You Believe in Miracles? Yes, one of the great calls of all time by my favorite of all time, Al Michaels. Well, that's about as good a moment as you can get. With, with all disrespect to Jim Nance intended, uh, Al Michaels had no idea they were going to win that game, so it's not like he walked into the building. Look, if he had a card in his back pocket to read at the end, it's like, well... It was a great run while it lasted. Al Michaels strikes me as a guy's guy. He's going to come yeah, in. He's going to sit so. down with you. If you go to dinner, he's going to have a steak. He's going to have a scotch. No vegetables. A cigar. He's a, he's a guy. Yeah, he doesn't He's going to hang out and have a good time with you. I agree with that. I don't feel the same way about Jim Nance. I don't either. I think he'd be critiquing you the whole time. In his mind, I think, you know, I've seen, I've done, I've had enough of that. The Gabe Kaplers of the world, the Jim Nances of the world. Who are you to look at me and have a bunch of thoughts going through your head? Some of them might be right. More than some of them might be right, but but I don't need it. I'm old enough now where I'm going to, if I think I'm being, here's a new resolution for me. I know what is it, February. Here's my New Year's resolution. It starts a little bit late. If I think you're looking at me and judging me, I'm going to call you out on it. I think you're judging me. Then you're going to probably call me out every day that we work together because I'm judging. I and mean, I can't help it. I judge not just you, but everybody. Yeah, you I'm used myself. to. You I'm used to. You you got so much stuffed into that stupid head of yours. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not. Why my head so big? I'm not offended by you judging me. Less stuff. <laughs> a lot of baggage in this head. Anyway, Tyler Matzik, you you uh, caught up with him this morning. You're going to hear that conversation he's, that you had with him at one o'clock. He's throwing live BP today. He is sort of like back back. We he talk- wants to come back. I mean, they want to they want to hold know. him back. I believe, and rightfully so. But mm-hmm. he wants to pitch. He wants to be on this roster to open the season. I don't think that's going to happen. But he wants to be here. He's going to push every button to make sure that it, he makes that decision very tough for him. I don't know. The way he pulled his hoodie over his head when we started talking, it looked like a man with a purpose to me. Uh, Jack? I, don't, I don't think he's really going to be taking this. Uh, go to Gwinnett for a little yeah. bit. Let's see. Oh, stay down here for a little I'm not sure he's really in line with that. And maybe Jackson Stevens will be here, maybe not. He joined us yesterday, and like I said, very entertaining. I was yeah. thinking about asking him, because I think he did lose some weight if he lost some weight. I don't think a guy like that would have been offended, right? 
No. Why, why do you think? You, you talked about, why we're you, talking about Sean Newcomb. You didn't want to bring it up in front of yeah, Jackson Stevens. Yeah. But you said he fit the suit. And then Jackson Stevens said, what, you don't like my body? Yeah. No, well, listen, I want you to be a major league he's, pitcher. He's self-effacing. I don't care how you look. Do you get people out? I don't care. I'm not judging. I will tell you, I was down there today. I saw Jackson Stevens, Amanda, and I caught up with him for a second. I don't think he's lost weight. Okay, so it was the sweatshirt. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> he looked I saw him in a t-shirt. He looked thinner yeah, when I he saw came him in here yesterday. So uh, he's never, that's not the case. He, he, he's never going to be thin. No, he's not Luis Gahara fat, but he's never no, going to be thin. Either. No, he was. He, I don't think he's lost weight. It would have been nice of you to maybe say that to him. You know, guys sort of, eh, no, I'm on, say, you know, maybe five, maybe ten. He might have gone with that thing. I just saw him in a t-shirt. I don't think he's lost weight. All right, well, I just thought he's I would ask. Yes. He is a big end. So congratulations to a guy that's not a big end, but as you said, could be the guy in the best shape on this club, Ronald Acuna Jr. as MLB and MLB.com and the network there put together their list of the top 100 players. Ronald Acuna Jr. is number one. Numero uno, Chris. So if you line him up for the picture, he gets to be right in the middle. You know those team photos, all-star game photos? You always show a little respect, usually. You put your elders, you put the the, the guy, you know, one or two of them right there in the front and center. Ronald Acuna gets to be in the middle of the picture. And Ronald Acuna talked about being the top player in baseball. Hey, for me, for me, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, when I, when I grow, I see you a lot of players in the Mayo. And one day I wanna be I wanna be part of on that list. You know the 100 player in baseball is it's a lot for me. You know this could just be the beginning of this season. You you wish I think him, it is. <laughs> you wish him well in a lot of different ways. You really do. You wish him well. He's he's newly married. You wish him well with his family first and foremost because I think that helps a guy go to the ballpark. I do. You don't want to be running from your house every day to go to the ballpark. So you wish. For good family health, you wish for good family dynamics. Boom, that's one. This guy stays healthy. This guy has this sort of ambition and a want. I believe him, by the way. I believe that when he was younger, he saw the Albert Pujolses, or the guys who, when he was 15, 14, 13, the best players in baseball, and whether he thought it was attainable for real, I do think he had this mindset that he wanted to be on lists like this. And I really hate to say it because it's, it's melodramatic, but we talked to Mark Bowman. We did the Braves Clubhouse Report yesterday. Mark Bowman from MLB.com sat in with us, and we've talked about this with others, I think, inside the organization. Mm -hmm. This injury may have been the best thing that happened yeah. to him. As as terrible as it was, yeah. his mindset is completely different now, it seems. Well, one, one again, when I hear the training staff tell me about last year, and then I have Tom Goodwin, uh, guy's a first base coach. He's he's He fits the uniform. When a guy who's out there watching drills and doing stuff like that with the stretching and everything else, when he tells you the guy's in better shape than he was last year, okay, that's good. Because he's not sitting on the laurels of being an MVP. You don't think now he's thinking, look, this is a list. It's arbitrary to some And it's degree. also a big step for him to go out there and talk. We'll get to that. And speak English and not have his translator with him. I mean, that's... That's something that I give credit no because doubt. that's a challenge. I mean, Marcelo Zuna, he does it on his own. And to see Ronald start to do this now, take on that challenge, I, I think that says a lot as far as where he is mentally right now. I, I think Franco Garcia, who was part of it because they had a screen for him thinking they were going to have to, you know, interpret the whole thing. I think it's one of those where you kind of go, hmm, now listen, I want to keep my job. Let's slow down a little bit with the English, Ronald. Oh, please, you know, this is a good gig for me. Um, Traveling, I, I mean, he, he does have a great game. Yeah, but I, but I think... He's got some added responsibilities now, right? They had to give him more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's but not still. just... He, but he is still by Ronald's side. Right. And anybody else who needs interpreters. But I think even he was sort of proud of the whole idea. And I almost think he was surprised. It kind of looked like he might have been surprised that Ronald went all in on the English the way he did. My point is, if he does it this year, I believe he's already thinking about, will he be number one next year? And not in a bad way. He's not getting any money out of this, folks. As far as I know, he doesn't have a bonus in his contract that says, if MLB says you're the best player in the game, we'll give you $2 million. This isn't a money thing. Well, you talk about goals. Here is Ronald Acuna Jr. talking about his goals for the future. I think stay, stay healthy. Stay healthy all the long season and play, play hard no matter what happens and try to be better than last year. And Brian Snicker said it. If anybody's going to break Ronald Lacuna Jr.'s records that he set last year, it's going to be Ronald Lacuna Jr. I, I think this is now we're at the point where the game that I love, which I think is really the best way to determine how much you like somebody relative to somebody else. You put them all on a playground right now. 
It's not about their contracts, it's about their ability. It's about their age because I'll always look at Natalie Rushman and I'll try to figure out, oh, is he a cornerstone guy? I don't think there's anybody with a modicum of sense that doesn't take Ronald Acuna first. Because somebody might say, well, who's the pitcher? I'm never taking a pitcher first. That guy can go down in the blink of an eye. I, got, I need an everyday player. I think Ronald Acuna, if you walked in and you said, people who you think know the game, that's the guy. There's 99 left in the playground. He's and out. Ronald Acuna Jr. understands the history of the game. Listen to him talking about who he aspires to be. Yeah, of course. I'm going gonna, gonna to be like, like Ricky, you know, when he's running, when he's playing defense, when he's still, when he's still second, still third. I'm going to be like this in my games. Ricky Henderson, he's talking about the greatest leadoff hitter of all time. Okay. Now, do I think Ronald Acuna is going to be a leadoff hitter his whole career? Might be the dynamic of the team. That might change a little bit. I was against it for two years, and then last year, what did I tell you? About a month and a half in. Oh, this is what you wanted out of him. And now in a world where there's DH protection from whoever's hitting eight and nine, you better not walk those guys because Ronald Acuna is sitting right there on the on-deck circle now. So, yeah, I didn't think he was a leadoff hitter. I wouldn't have done it. But now I understand why. And if he wants to do the Ricky Henderson thing, God bless. If he's got a number in mind that's better than what he can do as long as he stays healthy, Go for it. And the Braves finished with nine players among the top 100. Marcelo Zuna came in at 83. Ozzie Albee's low at 66. But he was the sixth second baseman. So the network that didn't have him in the top 10, he was in others receiving votes, is now the sixth according to this. And, and I don't know. He must have had a really good couple of days in spring here. They must really be, he's must be They must be monitoring what he's doing down here in Northport. He's climbing those charts with a bullet. Number 50 is Michael Harris. Number 48, Max Freed. 47, Sean Murphy. You go to 17. That's where Spencer Strider is. Austin Riley's at 15. Olsen at 13 is in Matt Olsen. And Ronald Acuna Jr. is number one. I'll say this about Michael Harris. Um, the body has transformed a little bit as well as far as adding more muscle to that body. Looks a little bit different this year. So he's... He's big-butted, and as a center fielder, I just... He looks thicker up top, though, to me. As a center fielder, I get a little bit nervous. How well do you move? That's a gold-glove-type center fielder, and the only thing that I will say is um, you don't... (laughs) I I don't even want to do it. There was a guy here who was on on his way to absolutely a slam-dunk Hall of Fame career, and what happened to his body? That's Andrew Jones. Yeah, but I think this is No, 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 I'm I'm telling you. I think he was eating a lot of hot fudge sundaes. I don't think Michael Harris is doing that. I'm just telling you that it's the one thing you worry about with a guy who moves the way that he does and plays center field. He's not a base dealer. We thought he was actually going to steal bases. I think we're sort of out of the realm of Michael Harris being a big, big base dealer. I'll take it away. Protect your leg, protect your fingers. I'm good. I need him to be able to do everything he's doing out in the outfield right now. You need him to be pliable, not too muscle-bound, as they used to say. You know, it's funny because we were talking about it. With all the weights they have in that room, bands, wall ball, all the things. They're doing like a hurdler's exercise. Did you see they put out out these? They look like hurdles. Yeah, your groins, your your inners, your outers, everything else. Flexibility. Yeah, these guys all know that it's about your body now and it's movement. You just got to keep moving. That's how you stay a little bit younger. Now, they're happy about that. What they're not happy about are the uniforms, so much so that Tony Clark, who represents the Players Union, is going around now. They're going to have a meeting about these uniforms. And no one's happy about them at all. Uh, some of the sleeves cuff, and, and there's just a whole bunch of stuff. Incorrect coloring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's happening here? Can't get my N- fit Nike's right. like a real brand. How is this How is this going on right now? Well, I think they thought they were doing something. Hey, look at this. This is a little bit better, isn't it? And the players go, no, I have to wear it. You didn't ask us. We're the ones who have to wear it. I don't care how it looks. At- and look, they all care how it looks, but they better feel more comfortable than not. So whatever's gone on here, did you see the pictures of the sleeving? Uh, did you see the picture of Shohei Atani? Can yeah. that jersey be a little longer? Yeah. I, I don't really know where he could tuck it to other than, uh, oh, wait, his knees. His knees. So these things aren't tailor-made. In the old days, everything was tailor-made for the players. Right. In the old days, last year. Yeah. So now they're just, hey, here, what are you? You're, you're 48? Here you go. And these players don't like it. Look, they like to look good. Sure. But they have to be comfortable as well. You're not buying off the rack in no, Texas no, no. if you're Michael Harris. Apparently, though, that's the case right now. Let's hit the bongos and tell you what else is coming up. I know this. Sally Boy, Sal Fasano, is going to be coming so. up toward the end of the show. He wants to talk about his guys, he said. I said, why don't we talk about you a little bit? He goes, ah, we'll talk about my guys. 
I like a guy who thinks he has guys. Who knows he has guys? He's got guys. He's got catchers. So we'll talk about whatever he wants to yeah. talk about. Sal Fasano toward the end of the program. Tyler Matzik, you'll hear from him. Domino caught up with him this morning just after 1 o'clock. We have an Ask a Braves question today as well. we'll I like that. That's, uh, that's Michael Harris. It's the aforementioned Michael Harris. And Justin Fields finally responds to the rumors. Find out what he had to say at noon. When we come back, oh boy, Johnny Manziel's back in the news. Here's a hint. It involves his daddy and $3 million. And cocaine and 40 pounds. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. But no, it does. I, I do know about the $3 million and his dad. Oh, then add, I'll, f- I'll fill you in. You'll add to the story as sure. we go on campus next. Here at Northport is where we are. Brave spring training here for the rest of the week, as in through tomorrow. Domino and Cellini here on your home of the Braves. It is the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Northport for a couple more days. Spring training rolling on for the Braves. Tyler Matzik, among others, set to throw live BP today. He caught up with Chris Domino and or Chris Domino caught up with him this morning. Maybe it was mutual. We're going to hear that conversation just after think, 1 o'clock. Sal Fasano going to close out the show with us. I think I want a little bit like this. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? How you feeling? Good? Good. All right, you want to do something? Yeah, we'll do something. And we did like five minutes. Yeah, sometimes it's really that simple. Sometimes. I uh, want to thank you for making pizza for us last oh, night. You've you're been welcome. quite the uh, cook for a couple of nights anyway during mm-hmm. this trip as you made burgers on Monday. And I then did. last night it featured pizza. Yeah, thank nice you very job. much. Yeah, thank you very much. The uh, What was kind of nice is the place we're staying. You open up a cabinet and you go, what are those? Spices. Well, I don't really work with a lot of things. Uh, you know, I'm sort of, if I'm going to work with clay, I'll work with clay. I don't want to paint. I just want to have the you don't want to complicate I things. Right. I just want the things that I need, and we pretty much had the things we need. The other thing I will say, and I, I was told that the locker room was talking about it this morning. Uh, I watched for the first time, and I did sit down. I watched. I wasn't you. I wasn't in the room. I'm not lying about things. I watched this Love is Blind. Now, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm halfway in, so I don't really know these people. Uh, but here's what I took out of about almost two episodes. I don't like any of them. Uh, I don't know if you can lose in Love is Blind, but I hope they all lose. Like, that's what I came away with. Well, now it's going to get more complicated because the people that they turned down are coming back. Okay. My now guess they're is, all going to be tested. My guess is even in that group of people, I'm not going to find anybody that I like. Can you lose at Love is Blind? Is there a... Is there a like, I mean, yeah, you, you, don't lose? Get, you don't get married. Uh-huh. Yeah. It all falls apart. Okay. There's nobody in these in these... None of these people should be married. There's not one person who should be married. Certainly not to the person they're with. I believe... I want them to lose. Please tell me you actually lose. On shows like this. I believe, I'm not old-fashioned in this regard, well, a lot of regards, but especially this one. I believe you do have to live with somebody before you marry them because you're you're just getting to know someone. You know nothing about them until you're with them day in, day out. Yeah, I think it's smart. Uh, That's fine. The concept of the show, sure, I get it. Uh, It's on cable, so you can kind of say and do what you want. Maybe there's a... It's on Netflix. Yeah, there's a benefit there. Um, But I, I just, there was nobody that I found rootable. Not one person. There's not one person that said, oh, you know, I hope this works out with him. She's perfect for him. So usually I am in the room. I'm doing work as this stuff is I don't know any of these people. I don't know who they are. So I wasn't doing any work last night. What did I do after about a half an hour? I got up. I couldn't take it anymore. I went and took a shower, and by the time I came out, everybody was done watching. I took two showers. I felt so (laughs) stupid. 
<laughs> I just felt filthy. I couldn't believe I watched it. I, I, I got to text my wife and let her know that I think she watches that one. She watches a bunch of crap. doesn't matter. I'm not in a room. I make sure that I'm not in a room because you know what? I have two TVs in my house. I go over there. You go over there. Last night, I was like, okay, let me see what's going on with this shit. But you went into it with an open mind. And, and what did I come away with? Um, well, you weren't surprised. I hope they all lose. Yes, indeed. No, um, none of them should. Here. Here's my declaration. And maybe they all will when all of None of them should be married. George's OG is apparently leaving town. That story comes your way in less than five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. So Johnny Manziel was on the Shannon Sharp podcast, Club Shay Shay, and he talked about a number of things, including when he was thinking about going pro or staying, he was weighing out his options. In 2014, he said, my dad went and had a meeting with Kevin Sumlin, and pretty much went to him man-to-man and was like, we'll take $3 million and we'll stay for the next two years. Sumlin kind of laughed it off, not thinking they were serious, and Johnny Manziel went off to fail in the NFL. Yeah, there's... Fail spectacularly. There's a lot of levels. It seems Johnny Manziel's on the, let me give it to you straight tour, because he sort of did the Pete Rose thing for a long time. I'm going to live up the gimmick. I don't have to tell you anything. I have no regrets. I think he did get on the record of saying I have no regrets. Now this is the Johnny Manziel I had regrets tour. And boy, did he, he unpacked a bunch of stuff. That, that idea that his dad, now he said he didn't really know what his dad told him many years later. Uh, it was the day and age of, well, you couldn't give anybody $3, let alone $3 million, although we found out Texas A&M had the money. Had you just asked? Had you just asked? Had you been able to ask? Johnny, I'm going to say this, and I think Johnny Manziel is right. I think Johnny Manziel with the hype around him, and it was a legitimate hype around him. He would have been the bar that everybody was trying to hit when it comes to NIL money. He would have been the most paid. I can't think well, of that family around him. If you believe the ESPN article and the Sports Illustrated article while he was still at Texas a and if you believe those articles, everybody, that entire family, top to bottom, had their hands out. I think he would have been in the NIL world. Tell me somebody in college football that you think would have been paid more. Now, Tim Tebow, because of his image, he could have gone in a different direction and made a lot of money in NIL. But Johnny Manziel for the young, hip, fast, look what we're doing, the sneakers, the cleats, uh, the power drinks, and anything else at the NIL, I'm not sure there would have been a college player who made more money in NIL than him. Our buddy Bill Hancock? Yeah, how's he doing? You know what he said? There's still more work to be done. He is still the college football playoff executive director as they met in Dallas. Adam? Yesterday. I have one task. Please get our friend, and he knows this. Please get our friend Bill Hancock on. Because first of all, I thought he was retired, and I thought they did a ceremony for him. Now I'm finding out he's still involved in this mess. Well, like he said, the job isn't done. He can't leave until the job's done, Domino. That wouldn't be fair to anybody. So what did I tell you yesterday as I knew they were going to go into more meetings? Here we go. We're going to hear more stuff because you can't justify the meetings if nothing is different that night or the next day. Well, we found out there could be something really different. It's called, we haven't done this yet, but we're already thinking about doing this. Yes, because we know over the next couple of years, for the life of this remaining contract, there's going to be a 12-team playoff. But now you got to look ahead to 2026 and decide, do we want 14? Do we want 16? These are all a part of these discussions now. So like I said, the job is far from finished. I, I'm God bless these committees. So, because no, I'm serious. What a racket. This is one of the greatest rackets in the world. They met on Tuesday. You think I want to be here in Dallas in this five-star hotel? I can assure you I don't. Hey, we got to give him something. What do we give him? We can't justify two days of this without. And then we're going to have to talk about another meeting. Which, by the way, they're already lining up the next set of meetings. So go to 14. So let me explain because I did the math on this. Because I had people ask me, well, how many people get buys? Well, it doesn't work. Let me explain what you can't ever have. Let me explain what you can't ever have. You can't say let's do a 14-team playoff and we're going to get 14 buys because that's what they're – there's four buys this year. Oh, so we'll just do four buys. No, no, that would mean four buys. That would mean 10 left, five games. Guess what happens at the end of that? You got nine teams. It's not good math. You got nine teams. I'm telling you, it's the stupidest, craziest. Now, here's what they're proposing. This is really what it's going to be. May I? I don't even know if this is sort of – there's going to be two buys. There's going to be two buys, and then those others will play like a 12 game, and then you get to buy things back in. Because if there's 12 teams, Nick, how many games are there? Two, uh, five, five games. No, no, no. If you got two buys. No. Six games. 
I got 12 teams left. I got six games. So, so then you're I, talking about the 14. Yeah, yeah. So then I have six winners. 12, yes. It doesn't matter. Then I have six winners. I throw the two buys in. Gotcha. I got eight, and I can actually do a, a bracket. But anybody who says, oh, four buys. No. It would be six if there were 12 teams. Yeah. I mean, six if there were 14 teams. Five if there were... 12 teams. It doesn't matter. Listen, we haven't done any of this yet. I'll tell you how I know if there's going to be 14. When somebody says we'll pay more money for 14. Right now there's 12 over the next two years. Do you think there'll be double buys with the 12 team format? No. 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 The top two teams don't get a buy? In, in what's coming up now? The yeah. top four. Okay. Get a buy. And then you get home field advantage. Gotcha. And then I throw the four back into the pool. That's Just easy. Asking. But the thing Might be another the, reason to meet. Maybe we want to change this buy scenario. Listen, That's all I'm saying. Here's what people were trying to figure out. If there's 14 teams, there's seven. What happens then? <sighs> They're not playing round robin, folks. I promise you the math is going to be two buys, 12 teams, six games, throw them back in, eight, four games. All right, we settled that. Now bring out the croak madame. Good Lord. Five-star breakfast is coming out. I thought this was the group in Bill Hancock, who, by the way, owes me dinner and owes us tickets to a national championship game because he said there's no way they'll expand before the contract is done. What I love about Bill is no matter what you say to him, he'll just laugh. You guys. Bill, we think you're kind of an idiot here. Oh, you guys. We've never said that to him. No, 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 no. I think he's he's entertaining. I, I think he's a mouthpiece. You know, good for him. They're not... Here's the good news. There's not many times they're pushing them out after a tragedy. You know, Bill gets to come on stations and talk about, oh, you know, everything is good around here. That's, that's, that's his job. And when he travels, I know when he came to visit the fan studios, they roll out the red carpet for this guy. So oh, he's, yeah. He's got the life, man. The life. Uh, can I say this? I don't, want it to, I don't want to sound. He has no power, and he has an incredible life. So it sounds like he's the king of England. Yeah, he's, what it sounds like. Well, he didn't fall out of the right womb. Somehow, some way, he got but, a job. But I mean, job. That, that does describe royalty. No, in no doubt, they have no say in anything. You know what Bill Hancock is? He's the guy you push out into the balcony with all the people below, <laughs> and you go, "Oh, and I guess there he is. There he is." Uh, Nick Saban spoke to ESPN's Chris Lowe and said he loves the sport, but this is not college football, the world we are living in right now. He says, "I'm not going so far as to say I'll be the commissioner, but." If my voice could bring about some meaningful change, yeah. then I'll lend my voice to this. Do you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to set up another committee to form a group who then can meet and then propose back to the committee what it is they think should happen. That seems to be that will be the logical chain of events. Yeah, and then Bill Hancock will be in charge of that committee, and he can tell Why us everything retire? that's going on. Why would he retire? Life's too good. Re- I wouldn't retire. I mean, him. on a day-to-day basis, he'll get a bunch of notes, right, oh, and yeah. regurgitate those notes. I don't mean that in a bad way, but that's essentially what he does. Short of what just happened this week where he had to speak, there'll be a couple of weeks where he, I don't, I don't want to say he has off, but he kind of has off. No news this week. All right, Bill, just stay home. Looks like Del McGee, the running backs coach at Georgia, could be the next head coach at Georgia State. He's the last remaining member of Kirby Smart's original staff when he put it all together back in 2016. So like I said, to pay off the T's, the industry term, the OG is leaving Athens. That's how it looks. And Del McGee, a great recruiter. Great recruiter. Listen, to be a head coach, you're, you're a head coach. It's a limited number of jobs. We know that. I hope that he goes in because when he says, I would like this, with the University of Georgia, I was going to save this. Did you see another $75 million deal is going on right now? $75 million deal. They're going to put more seats. I don't know if Adam's in the studio, but they're going to put seats, I think, above the scoreboard. They're kind of going to go Fenway on this. It's a $75 million project. You know what, you know what Del McGee's going to hear at Georgia State? Yeah, we don't have that. And and I know he knows, and I know he went through the interview process, and I know that they're talking about what Georgia State can be. Uh, give him credit. If he thinks he wants to take on all that, especially without spring practice this year, you got to be really secure in the people that you're going to go work for if you're willing to give up this. Because in the fall, you're hitting the ground running, and you have to try to cram everything in. Everything that was going to happen in the spring, you have to try to cram it into fall practices. Because yeah. as you said, once Sean Elliott announced he was leaving, they shut down spring practice. Which I've never heard of. I mean, I've never, the, the program is now on hold. You're in timeout, and that's what the guy is going to be working with. We're at a place like Georgia. If we need, we get. 
And again, Adam, I don't know if you're back there. Am I reading or was I told some good information uh-huh. yesterday about about a $75, $75 million more going into Sanford Stadium? Do you know I, about this? I think that was a bogus. Was that the one that talked about the uh, fully functioning Waffle House? No, I didn't see the Waffle House. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, why not a Waffle House? over the um, scoreboard so that you still had the view. Oh, and the bat child they found in the cave? No, no, we're not looking for JoJo the dog-faced boy. Are they not doing more seating at Sanford? Is that a bonus they're, Well, they're turning the press, the old press boxes being turned into more seating. What will that add ticket-wise? Well, that's premium seating, so that's going to add uh, number-wise. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But uh, you're talking about the report you read says above the scoreboard. Well, the report that I read yeah, is yeah. going to spend That's the same one as the Waffle House. I don't oh, think that one's real. Nice. Well, you know what? Why not do it? Make I mean, that a reality. Like I said, I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah, turn it into Fenway. Look at us. And and you know what seats Scattered, like smothered, and covered watching dogs football. Yeah, those seats are so quirky. That's why they'll be in demand. You're not a fan of hash browns, are you? Not hash browns. I'll eat, I'll eat your waffles all day long. Thank you, Waffle House, for making waffles. It's all the other stuff. Potato sort of, was killed for the wrong reason. Yeah, it sort of freaks me out. Why would you do that? Turn it into a fry. Turn it into a you chip. You know what we were missing last night? I was thinking about this last night, and I thought about it, but then I didn't because I'm too lazy. I thought about going out and getting some ice cream. We needed ice cream last night after the pizza. You know, you're probably right. Uh, how about I make cookies tonight? All right. How about I make cookies? How's it? We'll, we'll, we'll set right. you're, you're, you're probably right about that. You're probably right that we did need You were talking of, about getting a six-pack. I wanted I ice cream. I know. I did want a six-pack last night. I was eating pizza. I could have watched that stupid Love is Blind show. Boy, did I need a drink. Jeez, I couldn't have rooted against more people if I wanted to. I was, I was rooting against these people like they were the Phillies. You Mets. and I are making comments watching it like we're watching a Falcons game. Uh, you're two you, idiots. Yeah, we're. you're absolutely right. We're breaking down like it's a game. I've never seen anything like this. I've never been. I don't want to say I was caught up in it, but I did find myself asking, how can people watch 12 episodes of this with people that seem so unlikable? The one guy told his girl that she was being too clingy, and she was all oh, upset. Oh, goodness. And you said he had an out, and then he went back in. He had an out. It, it was over. The and other he, guy broke up with his girlfriend then said, oh, no big deal, got right back on his phone. Like he canceled uh, an Uber Eats order. It didn't mean anything to him. That guy, that phone was in his face like he was a teenage girl, and he walked out of the room after he just realized he's no longer engaged. Totally unemotional. The girl's crying, head on the counter, the kitchen counter. He's in his phone. He walks out of the room. Well, what's going on with these? It's like he ordered Domino's. That's what it looked like. There was one point where somebody said that everybody was psychoanalyzed. Is that true? Do they talk about that? I, I, like you have to go through a battery of tests? Whatever you want to call. You, know, you can call anything. You know, oh, you pass. psychoanalyzed. Wink. Yeah. What's your favorite color? All right, red. All right, you pass. You go look at another producer and you just wink. Man, she's going to be crazy. What do you think about this EA Sports deal? More than $37 billion is what they're worth. They've budgeted $6.6 million uh-huh. to try to secure NIL rights for yeah. all of the college football players, which kind of breaks down to $600 a piece. Now, I, I think that's a baseline for negotiations, right? If you're a bigger name, you can probably get more. Uh, yeah, I think this is sort of like trading cards, though, where bigger names didn't get more from tops. You didn't. You just So you, either you're in or you're out. Well, Me, personally, I want to be in so I can show my kids sure. and my grandkids later on I was in this game. Damian Woody is in the first couple of episodes, and I'm going to bring this up later. I watched the New England Patriots thing yesterday. I'm going to tell you, it's Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, which once I knew that... So it's I was, 10 episodes, and two episodes every Friday are unveiled. The first two episodes are fantastic. I'm going to make a statement. It could be controversial. It's better than The Last Dance. Shock! You are moving the meter, that's for sure. Let me ask you this. Did they have Phil Jackson sit down? No. Uh, Bill Belichick sits down. They're going to do Deflategate coming up in two episodes. The way it's shot, it's beautifully shot. It's incredibly well done. But they have video that I never would have thought they had. Like Tom Brady at the Combine, we've all sort of seen the pictures and everything else. But there's more. There's Mike Vrabel stuff. What Tom Brady dealt with with those guys on defense when he was just pushed into him. Bledsoe sits down. Bledsoe sits down, and they have video. So no stone is unturned. They talk to Kraft, too, do they not? Oh, he's, he's a main part of this whole thing. It's better than the last dance. I'm going to bring up a story about the last dance coming up in a little bit. Uh, I do want to mention, though, that Johnny Manziel, I want to pay off. Johnny Manziel said when he got done in Cleveland, he weighed 210 pounds. He went to Vegas, he weighed 170 pounds. Like, how long was he in Vegas? Shannon Sharp asked him, how do you lose 40 pounds in a matter of a couple of months? A diet of blow. A strict diet of blow. He said it out loud. He said, you want to know how you lose 40 pounds? Strict diet of blow. 
and he lost 40 pounds in a couple of months. He went on, the, like, I guess, the bender of all benders. Yeah, as I like to say, we're prone to hyperbole in this business, but that first game, I watched it. That first game he started playing against the Bengals when he was with the Browns, it literally looked like they pulled an eighth grader out of the stands and said, here, you want to play football? He had no idea what was going on. I mean, no idea what was going on. He just was the best high school athlete in college. Yeah. He was the guy that you just say, you do whatever you want to do, and I promise there could be a good result. Sooner or later, that's going to catch up to you. Do you understand $3 million would have been the bargain of bargains? Because the old man said it's $3 million for two years. He said he didn't find out about it for five years, but he went to Kevin Sumlin and said, you give us $3 million, we'll promise we'll stick for two years. They wanted to basically do a contract. Do you think Mr. Manziel would go into local establishments and go, hey, I'm Johnny Football's dad, right? So that'll get me something here. It feels like Yeah? Yeah, it feels give like Give me a steak and, you know, an open tab. But that being for said. For me and about seven others. The real story here is that this guy is now on the regret tour. He is willing now to be honest. I don't have any regrets. That's what he was pushing a few years. How do you not have regrets? Look, for all, no matter what your career is, most guys think it could have been or should have been better. That guy, get the bucket out, boy, because he pissed right in it. The whole career came right out of him because uh, he didn't care. He thought it was about being Johnny Manziel hotshot and whatever he might have been able to do. And I don't know what he would have been able to do in the pros, but he doesn't know either. He has no idea what he could have been. Put in the work, maybe, just maybe you can make it. But, you know, we talked about it. An SEC quarterback, a guy who started in the SEC, who won an SEC championship, told me that he had a play sheet. There wasn't a playbook. For Johnny Manziel. He's the high school kid. And he's he just better than everybody. Option one was the, the main option, and option two was, you know, be Johnny football, yep. make something happen. You ever see one of those guys in real life? Because I did. His name was Kenny Jackson at South River High School. He ended up being a receiver at Penn State and a wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I saw Joe Juravicious, who played for Penn State, mm-hmm. played in the NFL, was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they won the Super Bowl, 6'4", outstanding yeah. leaping ability. Wasn't the fastest kid in the world, but when nothing worked, they won two state championships. When he was at Lake Catholic, they would just put the ball up for grabs, and Joe would just go get it. So I'll tell you about Kenny Jackson. They didn't have a quarterback, so guess what he did? Snap, do whatever you want, because he could throw the football 60 yards too. But he became a quarterback his senior year and ended up as a wide receiver at Penn State. But they needed offense. So they just snapped him the ball, and they let him do whatever the hell he wanted. It was amazing. <laughs> Kenny Jackson. So Johnny Manziel, away from the field, had some problems. Rick Pitino, away from the court, had some problems. And just because we can, Rick Pitino got in some hot water earlier this week challenging his team. And here he is kind of, uh, I don't know if he's doubling down, but he talks about how he feels about his team. My guys are the most important thing. My, fam- uh, my family and my players Outside of breathing air, they're the most important thing in my life. That's why I'm still coaching today. They are the air that I breathe. And I love them dearly. I would never want to embarrass them or hurt them. So I got Otu, which I need to survive. I got little Richie, who's my family. And then I got the rest of the Red Storm. In that order, those are the three most important things in Coach Patino's life. I'm not really sure that anybody's supposed to throw a stone at a guy's personal life, but the family thing is a little bit, it probably doesn't come off quite as honest. That's why I didn't say my wife, I said Richie. So we have a wife, she just doesn't understand. Richie boy knows the pressures of coaching. Sometimes those pressures lead you to restaurant floors. We have a couple other cuts. Can you also play? Because Rick Pitino had two two players sitting next to him when he did this. Go ahead, Adam. Just hit one. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally. Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. Yeah, but... Jokic can play. This kid stinks, yeah. and he can't move laterally. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. My apologies. Strike that from the record. So I know the name Sean Conway only because he said it. I, won't, I can't get it out of my head. But then he went and did the Jokic thing, which I think he thought he was helping, but I don't think he did. Here's one more from Rick Pitino, because what the hell? He's pouring it all out. I went home, talked to my wife, and came back, and I said to my staff, anybody in the guys, any of them upset? He said, a couple of feelings are hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. All right. What do we take about that part? I fell on the sword. Sometimes you got to do that as a great man, fall on the sword. Everybody knows I'm a great man and a great coach, so if I can do it, anybody can. I think I may have just motivated some people out there with my expertise. 
It, it's the material writes itself with this guy. Yeah. It really does. It's amazing. He can't believe he's in a position where he's got some of the worst facilities ever. He's got kids who can't move. And he came back to this because he was going to bring St. John's back to the garden. I think he thought it was 1985. Is that the same wife? Probably not, I, right? I no, I, I think it might be. Yeah. I think well, I, I, I think you may be right because sometimes in that world, you know, yeah. the Italian wife turns the blind eye. Right. What are you going to do? Hey, that meant nothing to me. You know that. We can say this why. Because <laughs> we're Italian. I could sit here and laugh why. Because you're Italian. Thank you. And I'm not saying I endorse it. I am saying I've seen it. You're not justifying it, but we know. <laughs> I've seen it. We know that's uh, pretty much, well, not in every household. Don't misunderstand. No, no, no. But uh, that's not the way it is in every one. But some households, yeah. that's the way it was yeah. when well, we congratulations. Grew. Rick Pitino has now found his heart. Somebody put it back in his chest. And now my heart is with the Red Storm. How Charlie Woods may be joining his father on the PGA Tour as soon as next week. That story is next here on Domino and Cellini. Tyler Matzik, you'll hear his conversation with Domino at the top of the hour here at Spring Training. Northport is where we are. Domino and Cellini on the home of the Braves, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Northport. Chris Sale was on the mound right now. Some live BP going on. I will say no more. I will say no more. You can, He's out there right now as we mention. speak. Can I tell you what you can mention? You can mention that you like his glove. I do like his glove. I also like, uh, never mind. I'm not saying it. No, no, no. I no. will not say it. Tyler Matzik coming back from an injury this year. Talk to Chris Domino. We'll hear that conversation at the top of the hour. We know who Charlie Woods is. He's 15 years old. He's the son of Tiger Woods. And the PGA Tour made the announcement he will be competing in next week's pre-qualifier for something called, here in the state of Florida, the Cognizant Classic. And that's going to kick off next Thursday. Now, what he's going to need is a top 25 performance in the pre-qualifier on Thursday to advance to Monday's qualifier. And from there, if he's in the top four, he qualifies for this tour date. So there's a couple of steps that Charlie has to take, but he's here now at the age of 15. Yes. Yeah, so I'll ask, did you know that 15-year-olds could qualify? I had no idea. Tour? No. And I, I don't know if those are hoops. I don't know if those are deterrents. I don't know what they're. Look, he can't get in with his last name. He does have to shoot, and he has to shoot. But does he get that opportunity because of his last name? I I don't know what his. I I don't know. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go with he gets the opportunity. If he was, if he was, Charlie Bumgarner, I don't think he actually gets a chance. I don't think he gets a chance to do this. He was Charlie Domino. Would he get a chance? Oh no, no, I don't think so. Charlie Cellini. I'm so glad I didn't name my son that. Well, I've got a. I'm going to do my blind resume test, and here's what I would say. It sounds like he's not the only one that could qualify with those conditions. If you put a blind resume and you said, here's what this kid has done, and you don't know his name, would he still be able to qualify for this tournament? I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know if he's getting a – it's not an ex- – could you get an exemption to try to qualify? Yeah. I you don't can get an exemption to play. Can you get an exemption to try to qualify? That, that would be something. I said Tyler Matzik at noon. Let's move it to one because there is some NFL stuff we want to talk about, including Justin Field speaking a little past the top of the hour. I want to remind folks that the fan bears best Atlanta's Chili Dip Open is going on tomorrow. It is sold out, and it all benefits First Golf. Team Metro Atlanta. And I want to thank some of our sponsors for making this another successful event. Harris Cherokee Casinos and Resorts, Zero FG Energy Drink, and the Color Spot. Let's buckle up. 
Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. I want to start with this. We talked about EA Sports, how the game is coming back, how it had been away for a while, because quite honestly, it was about money. Now, EA Sports has enough money because they've got pretty big business. Now, everybody's going to get a little piece. Listen to this for EA Sports. It's in the game. You know there's going to be a transfer portal. You know there's going to be NIL. So this you know is you really build up. Yep. going to be yep. like college football is today. Yep. That's what every way that's the real thing, 100%. Yeah, they're talking about having an NIL and a transfer portal where you can build your team up. And I have no idea how you qualify to get money, NIL money. I don't know how many transfer. I have no idea. But it does sound like they're trying in. And it is $600 a player. But I think the deadline might be like today or tomorrow to say that you want to be in or not. The next debate was what about coaches? Now, are we going to do what they used to do, which got him in trouble? Hey, that guy looks a lot like Kirby Smart. <sighs> because that's what got them in trouble, is that everybody looked the way they looked. Well, like I played with the 2002 Ohio State team, and it wasn't Maurice Claret, but it was a running back that wore number 13, and he was, well, a lot better than everybody else. And at times, like Maurice Claret did, he would play defense at times. Vince Young was the one, I think, that everybody said, well, that's Vince Young. No, no, no. It's not Vince Young. It's just a Texas quarterback. So the next part will be, are there going to be coaches involved? I wanted to give you the Johnny Manziel because it sounds a little bit better coming out of his mouth. How he lost 40 pounds in a matter of a couple of months. I was 210 pounds when I left Cleveland. I was 170 pounds sitting in Vegas that August, that September, October, whatever it was later in that year. 40? How you lose 40 pounds? You're on a strict diet of blow. There it is. I mean, this guy, he was running. He was running through it all. So you're not eating. You're just no. up all yeah. the time. So it sounds like, it's like he's alive. Yeah, and, and you're right. And again, Uh-oh. it sounds like maybe. Do, do you think he has a job? Or is he Johnny Manziel, the guy who gets, I don't know, a handshake beer, $150 to sign this piece yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Does he work? I, I, I don't know how much he's really turned his life around. I'm not saying he is, he is that bad, but uh, what can he do? I, I mean, what's know. he going to tell me? I'll tell you the one thing. I heard thing. the story. Now what? I'll tell you the one thing that he did say. Joe Thomas's name has come up, Hall of Fame lineman for the Browns. He said, Joe Thomas is at the end of a Hall of Fame career. He's looking for me to be somewhat of a leader. He said, what I did to that guy was totally wrong. And you don't realize it at the time. You realize it as you get older that your decisions very much so affect others. Right. So let's do a blind test, okay? If I gave you the numbers as a college player, uh, you score 5.7 points a game, you have 2.9 rebounds, 2.6 assists, and you shoot 36.5%. What does that sound like, I don't know, to you? Don't be uh, an NBA expert, but tell me, if you're in college, yeah. and those are your numbers, what are you thinking? Um, that sounds like once I graduate from college, I better think about doing something else. Unless you're Bronny James. Those are Bronny James' numbers. Blind resume, you want to tell me that you're going to go to the draft board and say, through this, this guy should be in an NBA team. LeBron James should do something that Tiger Woods maybe should think about doing. LeBron should say, this isn't even a thing. I'm not playing with my son. I'm not playing with my son because that would mean that he only has one year, two years left to come and, and be an NBA player. This, this is, I don't want to call it criminal, but this is sort of one of those things where you go, I know why you're doing it, and it wouldn't be the first time, but you can't literally go to your ownership or your general manager unless LeBron's coming with probably somebody else to say. And everybody's going to be laughing behind this kid's back. No doubt. It's not fair to him in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't deserve that. Can Can I tell you what you're better off doing? You're better off becoming a free agent. Just be a free agent. Don't get drafted in the first couple of rounds. Just be a free agent. Yeah, that's a that's a blind resume test. Last one, Steph Curry. Do you know what the Golden State Warriors were worth when he was drafted? They were the seventy. Nowhere near what they are now. Listen to this. They were the seventy seventh ranked team by Forbes in all of the four major sports. There's ninety two major sports teams. They were seventy seventh. You know what they are now? Second, only behind the Dallas Cowboys. And it lit coincides when Steph Curry got there. They played in a dump of an arena. Now okay. they got a brand new arena. Yes, everything has been on the uptick, to say the least. So we had the house that Ruth built. We had the house that Peyton built. We had the house that Barry built out in San Francisco with the Giants. I think we got the house that Steph built. Sure seems that way. Yeah. They are the second most uh, valued franchise in the history of what's going on with 92 teams in professional sports. So... That's a, that's a, they're, they're, by the way, it was $315 million. It's $8.2 billion now. If you want to know the numbers, 
If you would have invested, if there was such a thing as investing in the Golden State Warriors, $315 million, $8.2 billion this many years later. That's good business. Uh, and the Diamondbacks are talking about moving, and the A's might not have a home again. So this is what baseball is. It's time to expand, except we got to Arizona just said, if we don't get our money, we, we might have to move. We might not have to be here anymore. Where are the A's going to play? Because I'm hearing a bunch of different options right now. I have right no now. idea. I have no idea. I, I don't think they're going to be suspended like Georgia State was or that report that we had. Some guy said they're going to shut down baseball for a couple of years until the stadium's all built in Oakland, uh, in Las Vegas. That's not happening. I don't know what's going to happen. It's very anything. important, though, that you play someplace. Yeah, yeah you have a team. Uh, and the Kansas City Royals, do you know what patch they're going to wear? They, they're in the patch business. Quick trip. So anybody that tells me that you hearken for the good old days and NIL is killing everything, the Kansas City Royals, they've got a quick creep right here uh, on the hometown team sleeve. They're going to have a quick trip. It's business. Yeah, it's all business. Get used to it, folks. The uh, Damon Stoudemire Show, driven by Hyundai, returns uh, at Hattie B's Hot Chicken in West Midtown this Monday at 7. And The Good Word, hosted by Wiley Ballard and Chris Mooneyham, that's going to happen prior to that at 6 o'clock. Hattie B's Hot Chicken, 10th Street in West Midtown. So, Justin Fields covers a lot. Why did he unfollow the Bears on social media? How does he feel about possibly playing for the Falcons? Find out what he had to say about all of those things and then some next. Here on Domino and Cellini, Northport is where we are for a couple of more days. Tyler Matzik coming up at 1. Sal Fasano to close out the show here on the home of the Braves, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.